Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay. Hamsa Hamnida for listening to my talk 1071. Donna, ask me how I am. Like, say. Okay. Do yeah. you, you want me to say, how are you? Yeah. Or do you want me to say hello? Say how are you? I don't want to. Okay, here I go. Bop me o g o c o yo. Bop me o c o g o o. Bop me o g o c o. Oh, okay. If Amy didn't like us talking about me smoking a pork butt earlier. <laughs> How do you think she's vibing with us working out Korean on the air? That's great, though. I've always wanted that. You know how? So Google Translate does have this where you, I, I typed in how to say how are you in Korean. It, of course, shows the Korean characters, but I've been waiting for this because I want to learn the words to a BTS song just okay. for the gag of it all. I think it'd be fun if I was in a car with somebody. My universe came on with Coldplay and BTS, and then I went all, and really, like, word for Ooh, word. that's good. Wow, that guy is getting sleepy. Is he going slower? Yeah, he's going slower? slower. It's like the slow jam. Are they interpreting my stupidity? <laughs> and they're like, slow it down for this idiot. That's funny. All right. Work on that, Steve. Thank you very much, well, Rocco. We'll give obviously. you a week, okay? Rocco feels like his heels are dug in and he's not going to learn any other languages. Don't you get that sense from him? Yep. Very much so. Julia Roberts and George Clooney are going to be starring in a movie together, and already I like it. Now, it's delayed. It is delayed right now. They're shooting this in Australia, and there have been uh, an uptick in cases, and they're pretty serious over there in regards to how they do restrictions. So I guess some folks on the um, within the production team had COVID, but also it had to do more with uh, Queensland, the Queensland state of Australia just had enough cases that were going up that the rap seems to think this movie with Julia Roberts and Clooney is going to be on hold for three months, which might impact. It's October 21st, scheduled release date later this year. I have a question. Uh, I'll take it now, even though I don't want to. Go ahead. Great, thank you. Um, my question is, their roles in Ocean Eleven... They kind of didn't like one another, right? In Ocean's Eleven, George Clooney and uh, Julia Roberts, Tess, as it were, Danny and Tess, they were exes. Exes, that's right. Because they were kind of mean to one another, right? Yeah. I mean, George Clooney was pining for Julia Roberts in Ocean's Eleven. He wanted her back. She was with Danny. What's his or uh, you know the, uh, the 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 Garcia Andy Garcia's character? Okay. Who was the big rich powerful owner of the uh the casino that they ended up doing this heist on got it they had great chemistry in that because it was always they had a, a few of just a few scenes together but man they were good they were good scenes together now they have been in um another movie 
together. Was it 2011 that Money Monster came out? Yeah, 2011 is when they were in that. Money Monster? Remember Money Monster? Moneyball? No. <laughs> you know, I looked this up yesterday, too. I had never heard of it. I've never heard of Money Monster. Look up how you say it in Korean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a film. I think it's on the Hulu, perhaps. 2016. No idea. What was this movie about? Uh, this is when they, they, it was like a, uh, he plays a TV stock market guru, and she plays his producer. Oh, yeah. They're held hostage or hostage during a live broadcast. Yep, I did see this. Okay. Yeah. I, why is that not memorable? That's to me? 20. And by the way, that date was wrong in the article. That came out in 2016, not 2011. Yeah. Directed by Jodie Foster. It made $93.3 million. 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. Thanks for that blast of B.O. Box office results. Man, when that comes in hot and unexpected, it is a rush. <laughs> that, was a, that was maybe our first unexpected B.O. blast. Yeah, and I liked it. <laughs> I felt like I was a girl in a skirt who walked over a, <laughs> one of those. Yeah, like, whoa, holy crap, what's happening there? The subway great. Yeah. Oh, you're funny. Ticket to Paradise is the movie uh, that they're working on now, but this is a romantic comedy. So they play exes yet again, just like they did in Ocean's Eleven, and they both find themselves um, trying to, they're on this shared mission to try to stop their love-struck daughter from making the same mistake that they once made. Spoiler, I just have a feeling they're going to end up getting back together, which I think would be lovely. Okay. I just want to see George Clooney and Julia Roberts as love interest of one another in a romantic comedy. We don't have enough good romantic comedies anymore. It's because you all and your bloodthirsty, <laughs> you know, is there, is there a wiener in that ben, show or not? Ben Affleck and What's-Her-Face are doing a romantic comedy together. No, there was like the death to the genre. What was it, Crazy Rich Asians that, that refueled the, the romantic comedy genre a couple years ago on Netflix. And there was an article about how that was really the first hit rom-com in quite some time. We need more of it. Do we? Yes. There's it's too much so predictable, though, you know? I understand, but there's a, there's a certain comfort in predictability. I think, by and large, the nature of our entertainment has probably gone a lot darker over the last, you know, 25 years. You're we right. We could use a little light, don't you think? Yeah, okay, okay. See, that's, that's frightening that that's the response. That's culture's response. We're kind of like, eh. And I'm, the, I'm right there, guys. I watched Squid Game. It was bloody. Yeah, you could be right. We need a good rom-com. We don't need a... Uh, uh, like, you've got mail. Sleepless in Seattle. Okay. When Harry Met Sally. Sure. Rom-coms, they can be great. I'll tell you what one of the best rom-coms is. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Never saw it. Oh, mm. Donna. Sorry. Would you be open to trying it? Sure. Really? Yes. It's very, very good. Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey, it's good. Okay. Rocco, have you seen it? You don't even watch them. No. They're too mainstream for you. Too mainstream. Man. You just kind of mainstream <laughs> vanilla guy. How? Steve Isn't he Steve? He's just mainstream. How to lose a guy in ten days? 
It just sounds terrible, but listen, I, I am. I am unabashedly. It is not terrible. I made it's great. Seventy-seven point. That's pretty good. Years. I'm not going to hit the button unless you really want me to. Hit it. Uh, all right. Hundred and seventy-seven point five million dollars was made by How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days in the Year Two Thousand Three. Last. Wow. Oh, gosh. Oh, Rocco. <laughs> Thanks for that blast. Okay. I had it turned down from before because it was going on too long. Clomp, clomp. <laughs> Could oh somebody gosh. stand with me out there? Tweet your support. Send us an email that we do need more rom comedies. And I, 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 I proudly wave the <laughs> vanilla network television flag. Yeah. We need it to stay. We you're can't just, have network just, television die. You're just basic guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chugi. Remember yeah. Chugi? Oh, and I'm, I'm here to defend Chugi. Okay. You be Chugi. Oh, just everything you watch will eventually be used against you in the court of law. <laughs> Let's take a break. No. Yeah, no. Rocco needs to talk about death here in a moment. <laughs> Let's take oh, a quick breather. Fine. Uh, when we come back, we've got a couple of studies, don't we, Donna? We do indeed. I'm going to tell you what day not to take your mental health day on. And we've got styled trends of 2022. Coming up next on my talk. Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals. Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to YMCANorth.org. Hey, don't forget, listener rewards for the month of January. Pretty, 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 pretty cool. Prove it. Cash. Woo. Need I say more? No, that's it. Cash, that's it right baby. Um, to help pay off those holiday shopping bills, we've got gift cards, we've got My Talk gear, all sorts of stuff. So definitely take advantage of listener rewards at MyTalk1071.com or on the app. Okay. Okay. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Okay, I'll start with this. If you need a mental health day, don't take it on a Wednesday. Oh. Huffington Post recently did a write-up on how Wednesdays are tempting because it breaks up the week. Yes, indeed. But You'll be coming down from work on Tuesday. You'll end up stressing about going back to work on Thursday, so it won't end up feeling like a real full day off. They're wrong. I think any day is a good day. They're just wrong. That's that's incorrect. The Huffington Post is wrong. According to the experts, Mondays and Fridays are usually better because then yeah. you get a longer weekend. Then it doesn't even feel like a mental health day. It just You just look like a vacation day. But if you like taking a break, it's a break day. One of those, uh, Wednesday's the best day. Okay. Wednesday's the best. All right, Steve, if you say so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because okay. then you gear up for two. You already feel good. You don't get stressed on Tuesday. You know you're going into a mental health day. And then you feel fine at the end of Wednesday because you only have two more days and then a weekend. We'll take questions. I'll go with the lady in blue, Donna Valentine. Hi, thank you. First time, long time. I am wondering, what is a mental health day? Uh, and does everybody have them? I've never taken one in my life. No, I think that um, they're probably just referencing like a personal day. A sick day. 
Yeah, what is, what's a personal day? I don't know. I think I have days that we can use that we don't use. Should we get an HR person on the line? I would love that. I mean, I, I don't know if mental health is a designated day or a personal day can be for whatever you want, I guess. I've never taken a personal day. What does that even mean? What is a personal day? I don't know. Is that? Oh, here's my question. My wife used to tell me, take a personal day because I used to say, I can't like schedule these things. Like I need to go to the doctor or need to go to the dentist and uh, get a crown put on. That's and a personal day. Is that right? So you yeah. take a personal day and then you can line up. It doesn't count as your vacation and it is paid time off still, right? A personal day. Yeah. Or if you go for a colonoscopy, say. Paid time off, uh, or personal day, paid time off. Okay. Okay, we got to do more of these. Uh, How many of these do we get? PTO, baby. I don't know. Should we ask? Yeah. Rocco, how many did we get? (laughs) How many personal days do we get? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Amy text chimed in. Oh, what do we know? We should just put Amy on the show. Zero personal days. (laughs) Suck it. Oh. We should just do a segment with Amy. Ask the boss. No, no, no. We need to ask HR because she's gonna she's gonna run a very different set of rules. You know, oh, yeah, she's. That's true. We need to go to the to the top of HR government so we really figure out what yeah. does it mean, Donna. What does it matter if we get a, a personal day? You won't take it because you came up in the gray era where it was you go to work no matter what. There are no days off in the mine, and if you're sick. Just keep coming. I don't even know if your stance has changed post-COVID. When COVID started, we were all like, hey, if you're sick, stay home. But you, I've heard you and Bradley talk about this, how your generation is much more like, just power through it. Well, now I understand that if you are sick, you should stay home because you don't want to give your disease to somebody else. Thank you. I do. I do think you should stay home, but only for that reason. You know, there's just, you know, there's just a lot of crybabies out there. <laughs> and, am I wrong? Keep going. Prove your point. No, Convince I us. just feel like the, mm, I don't think we were like a super tough generation or anything, but really the wah is just off the charts. I know. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, I'm not going to say anything else. To give a little, to color in that page a little more. I think as we talked with, uh, no, you, I'm not going to make you talk anymore. I'm going to just do the talking. What I remember hearing Bradley say. It was something along the lines of there's probably something that both generations could learn from each other. Yeah, because sure. your generation would say, "I'm just going to go. You got to go. You just got to go." And I don't even want to bother the boss with this kind of a thing. I'm just going to go. I don't want to raise a thing. Whereas, let's use the stereotypical millennial that people kind of complain about. They maybe there's too much a sense of entitlement. They think this is expected, et cetera. They would have the courage to say, you know what, I'm going to take this day for this meeting in the middle. You know, maybe the millennials sure. having a tougher backbone and the, the previous generation, the cool mind generation, 
having more of a say for yourself of like, well, wait, this is entitled to me. Okay. Like, I bet we all leave this job with a basket of personal days that we haven't used. Do we get paid for personal days? Can we start doing an HR segment? (laughs) I don't think Amy will be down with that. Anyway, All right, we got another listen, one. We need Wait, to block Amy. We got another update from Amy. And we need to After she sh- said, you... Okay, here are the four texts we've received from Amy today. I was very enthusiastically telling the people, everybody eats, right? Food, the great common topic. I was telling everybody about me smoking a pork butt. She texted, is this TCL segment over yet? Scintillating. As I detailed the stall, how pork sweats midway through a cook. Then the next one was, you, we haven't responded to any of these two. It's just a, a rattling off. You get zero personal days, suck it. And then the next one, nope, I'm the boss. HR, schmachar, suck it. Yep. That's the person who's our uh, fearless leader. Two suck it's in back-to-back text messages. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's a good I blame life. you. Me? Yeah, and we need to lock the doors so she can't come in anymore. That's why um, I'm in Chaska. Nice work. Safe distance. Thanks for leaving yeah. me abandoned. I do have some. I'll, you know, maybe we could link this up, Steve. You got it. Um, Pinterest is saying that what the style trends are for this year that are going to be big. Yes. And I'll just give you the headline: okay. pearls. I love pearls. I like pearls too. Every woman looks dynamite in pearls. Ah, and you and don't save them for your fancy night out. Wear them with you know jeans. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. A nice navy blue top. Yes. I mean, what am I? What am I? Pearls, mullets. No. Checkboards. The mullet is back. Um, they they're calling them um like rebel haircuts. Oh uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, bejeweling. Be jeweling, like bedazzling. Mm-hmm. But it's with jewels on your nails and things oh, like boy. that. Um, nailscapes. Lots of pictures and designs on your nails. All right, I got it all linked up. You can see the full list on the Don and Steve show links page. Uh, we need two callers. Speaking of the generations, a Gen Xer and a Millennial. Give us a call, 651-641-1071. The Millennial X Games, next. All right, we got our callers on the line, Rocco. Yes. <laughs> I was nodding. Oh, thanks, I thought you Rocco. should see me through the glass. I, but people can't hear you. Yeah, they need to hear the clown. Clomp, clomp. Clomp. All right. One clomp for yes, two for no. Clomp. Okay, without any further ado, let's play. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. (sighs) I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. (laughs) So yes, this is the game where uh, I ask Gen Xer Donna Valentine millennial pop culture questions and then vice versa for Steve, the millennial. And then we get people on the phone that help them out. It's called their uh, their lifeline, um, and so one lifeline is uh, this millennial right here on line one, Stephanie. She'll hey. help out Donna. Hi, Stephanie. Hello. Hello. Yay. Hey, Steph. Stand by. Where are you calling from, by the way? Uh, Annandale. Annandale. Wow, wonderful. Which way is that from the metro? Um, towards Monticello, St. Cloud area. Got it. 
Word up. Northwestish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. Stand by, Steph. And okay. now, Steve, would you like to say hello to your lifeline? Who do we have? Her name is Julie. Hey, Julie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, Julie, I'm so much better now that you're here. You and I are going to combine forces and win a prize today, okay? Okay, that sounds good. All right. It's a My Talk Pearl necklace we're giving away. Okay. That's not true. Um, I believe oh. it's, uh, <laughs> we're going with the t-shirt. Oh, nope, okay. stocking cap. Ooh, stocking cap. Nice. Those are cute. Yay. I love them. Okay, you guys stand by. Steve, can I go first? Please do. Okay. All right. You ready, Rocco? Uh, I could be if you are. I'm ready. <laughs> Music. Music. Oh, this is not going to be good. All right. In August of 1999, the band LFO went to the top five. <laughs> Can you tell me either the name of that top five single? Or what LFO stands for? Correct. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, hey, let me just talk this out. I'm not going to know the song, even though I probably played it on the radio. LFO. Is there a bad word involved? I don't think so. Okay. Living for... Living for... LFO. I wonder if it's their names. I don't want to go to Stephanie yet. Living for one another. Ooh. Living mm. for one. Living for one. One another. Uh, here's the song in case that does anything for you. Stayed all summer, then went back home. Macaulay Culkin wasn't home alone. Okay, that's all we'll ever need to hear from them. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the song was Summer Girls, and Steve, do you know what it stands for? Uh, you know, I don't think so. I believe it's Light, L-Y-T-E, Funky Ones. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, funky's like, yeah, I would like the meaning of that word back, please. <laughs> I know. And I believe Funky is spelled F-U-N-K-I-E. Okay, you can keep it. They did spell ones the traditional way, so that's something. I want a new question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm going to spin this wheel that right, barely fits good. in my closet. Hey, go! Television. Television. All right, Donna probably remembers this from November 20th, 1983. Five there, days before my birth. Okay. There was a show on uh, ABC, I believe, called The Day After. Oh, my like God. Like 60, no, 100 million people mm-hmm. watched it. Uh, Nightmares. And, and it was kind of an apocalyptic television movie. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Can you okay. tell me in uh, general terms what it was about? It's called The Day After, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was about, this is the day after an alien invasion and what happens now and how do we do from here? No, Dang it. Nuclear, nuclear war. war. Oh, it was big back then. Yeah, it was really scary. Yeah, yeah, the Russians. I think like it had like a 62 share or something. or what is it? So like 62% of the televisions that were on or 62% of Americans were watching it. There was it was only three channels. Yeah. yeah. I should go back a... and watch that. No. I don't know if it I think it exists it. somewhere. I think hmm. Hulu maybe. I didn't want to use my lifeline because Donna hadn't used hers. So now we are both 0-0 zero, zero going into round yeah. two. Donna, spin your wheel, big my money, friend. Big money, big money. Come on. 
television. Oh, it was television. In 2002, an HBO show debuted. Mm. It was created by Baltimore Sun crime and police reporter David Simon. It ran for five seasons on HBO and was kind of a big deal. Name it. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's not going to be The Sopranos because that was in the 90s. It's going to be like something like The Wire. It was a big deal, huh? Big deal. Well, I, I said, if you want to quote me, I said it was kind of a big deal. Okay. I'm going to go to my lifeline. I'm not going to waste any time pondering. Stephanie. 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 Hi, Stephanie. Hello. Do you know the answer? I don't. The only thing that I can think of is Entourage or Sex in the City, and then you named The Sopranos, but obviously that came sooner, so I have no idea. So my first thought was Sex in the City until he said it was from a crime writer, and that would have right. been Candace Bushnell. Um, Entourage. You should have come to me for the first one. I totally knew Damn it. it. <laughs> Darn it. Oh, I underestimated you. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. Can you repeat the question? All right. So in 2002, an HBO show debuted. Okay. It was created by Baltimore Sun crime and police reporter David Simon. Baltimore. It ran for five seasons. It was kind of a big deal. Police reporter. It was called, is it ripped from the headlines? It's called Law and Order. <laughs> I do feel like I do feel like that show takes place in Baltimore, doesn't it? Maybe. Stop it, Steve. It was, in fact, I said it. It was The Wire. <sighs> oh my God! Yeah, you were so close, no! Baltimore. Why? Why did you let that happen to me? I'm spinning my wheel oh, now. I'm in a seize control. I said the Do wire. It. Why did I just say the wire? <laughs> Fun fact, Sex in the City, you mentioned it. Uh, Sex in the City, the reboot. Mm-hmm. The women are the same age that the Golden Girls actors were when they started Golden Girls. Wow. Their characters are all the same age. Wow. Ain't that wow things look very different. Yes, they, they really do. do. Hairstyles have changed. Thanks, Botox. Yeah. <laughs> and Spanx. Um, music. Three men in the band Duran Duran had the same last name, ah. even though none of them were related. Can you name that last name? It is uh, a homonym of uh, an occupation. A homonym of an occupation. I think I a homonym it or a synonym. Um, it sounds. The last name sounds like the same word. Oh, okay. Why yeah. is he getting a hint? Uh, is it like Doctor sure. Carpenter? Oh, Carpenter. Mm. Um, I don't want to use my lifeline yet. I'm going to say mm. Jim, Pete, and Kevin Carpenter. Final answer. <laughs> no. no, it's Taylor. Yes, it was John oh. Taylor, Andy, Andy Taylor, Taylor, Roger Taylor. Mm. Oh, crap. So it's zero zero going. Wow, what a gripping alone. game we're playing right okay, now! Come on, big money! And earlier today we went over three on the first game, so this oh my is shaking okay. up to be quite a day for us. This wow. is great. This is great. Okay, um, here you I go. are going to spin the wheel. I I'm hitting it. You're going to hate Pushing. this one too. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't know where it'll land. 
Okay, movies. Movies. Uh, last week, I was kind of raving about the uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie, Licorice Pizza. Yeah. I think you liked it as well. I did like it. Uh, in 1999, he had a movie out. Oh, no. In which Tom Cruise played a vulgar seduction expert slash motivational speaker. And spoiler alert, during the film's climax, frogs rained from the sky. Can you name that Paul Thomas Anderson movie? I can. Magnolia. Boom. Donna's on the yeah! board. Woo! All righty, yes. I'm going to spin my wheel now. Okay. And we're going to bring my lifeline in immediately All after right. the wheel spins. Okay. I think you guys are going to get this one. Movies. All righty. Is Julie my lifeline? Is that her uh, name? Yeah, yep. Julie. Julie. All right. I believe. Uh, listen up, Julie. We need this one. All right. All right. I'm just getting the tiebreaker ready in case we go there. Um, how about this? In what 1988 movie did Tom Hanks dance atop a giant piano keyboard at a toy store? You know, Julie. Yeah, I was I, I was just in New York at FAO Schwartz, uh, and they've got sort of a littler version of it now. Uh, but we both know that this movie is. Why don't you say it, Julie? It's big. She said it's very big. Very big. All, All right. right. Good job, guys. Good All right. Job. Now to the tiebreaker. Let's do it quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, how many? We talked about Duran Duran earlier. How many uh, Grammy wins do they have in their career, Donna? Oh, shoot. Uh, my answer is going to be four. And Steve? Price is Right rules always in effect. I'm going to go five. Oh, we well, went that way. Is it zero? Both over. It was only two. Oh, we'll <laughs> give it to Donna. Both in 1983 wow. for best video, uh, girls on film slash hungry like girls the wolf. Girls on film. Wow, isn't that crazy, mm-hmm. Donna? You girls won. Girls on film. Thank you. I'm a winner. Stephanie's a winner. You and Julie are a big. Donna. <laughs> Don't, Donna. What? Sorry, Julie. We lost. Uh, I'll pull Julie back up. We can say goodbye to Julie. Bye now. <laughs> hey, we're, we're sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. It was fun. I didn't know any of the answers other than the one that I answered. Oh, well, that's so. good. I it, know, right? <laughs> it was a tough one. It was a tough one today from DJ Rock it Lobster. Was. He was in a mood when it came to putting He's the quizzes together. I know. Yeah. All right. Let's say hi to the winner. Uh, Hello. Stephanie. Hello. Stephanie. Donna, we are two for two. I've done this before on my birthday. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You're that, Stephanie. Yes, yes, yes. Hello. Hello. Well, enjoy your cute little hat. I'm so excited. Oh, yay. Thanks, Julie. Steve, stop. Stop it. Stop pouting. No, it's fine. No, congratulations, Stephanie. So I'm super happy for you. In the words of Amy, suck it. Hey! (laughs) Have a good rest of your day. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Sorry, that was a weird end for me to say that. Uh, I just meant both of them and everyone. When we come back, we are... uh, Oh, we have rounded up 15 Korean phrases Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you need to know. We uh, announced earlier, Netflix... It's about to roll out 25 Korean movies and TV series over the upcoming year. And so we're all going to get in the know together. Okay. We'll do we that. And, uh, yeah, we'll have a little bit more for you in the final stretch up next. Bye. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071.
Hey, before we get to the uh, Korean phrases that you need to know, which we'll link up, of course, at mytalk1071.com. Right, Steve? You got it, buddy. All right. I want, I have a story for Rocco. Oh, oh, to like play something? No. Oh, you just want to talk to me. I want to talk to you. Oh, hi. Because you, um, you give blood quite a bit. I do. I try. That's very nice. Quite a bit, like it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I once they well, I'll, I used to just give blood, you know, the twenty minute thing, and then one day they were like, "Hey, you're a good candidate for platelets, mm. you know, which would take like two to four hours. Do you want to do that?" And I was like, "Okay." I'll knock out some Netflix. You yeah. can you give plasma? You get money for this thing, or what's well, going no, on? I could do that, but I'm doing okay. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm loaded. Um, so uh, yeah, so I get, I do the plasma when I can. Knock That's out some really shows. Nice. I mean, last time, uh, two times ago, I watched uh, Only Murders, and last time I watched Squid Game. It was a lot of nice. fun. Thanks for asking. Okay, good. Okay, anything else? The reason I brought it oh, up okay. is because the Red Cross blood supply is really low. So what they're doing is they're teaming up with the NFL to create a new incentive to donate. And that incentive, my friends, is Super Bowl tickets. Ooh. Hmm? So anyone who donates blood, platelets, or plasma up until the 31st of this month will automatically be entered into a drawing for two tickets to the Super Bowl on February 13th at whatever stadium it's at. SoFi out in L.A. That's really fun. Right? That's great. You'll also receive entry to the official NFL tailgate. Tickets to the Super Bowl experience, round-trip flight, three-night hotel, $500 gift card. I mean, that's... Pretty cool. So make sure you donate before the end of the month. Yeah. Goodness gracious. That's cool, right? And then uh, one other story that I want to give everyone the heads up on. Jamaica bobsled team is back. Whoa. Have they been out of the Olympics for quite some time? I think so. I think it's been 20 years. Wow. So the Olympic Games in Beijing next month will feature the Jamaican bobsled team. Oh, that's really cool. They qualified on Monday, and then they're also sending athletes in the two-man bob and the women's monobob, marking the first time in Olympic history that Jamaica has qualified in three bobsled events. Isn't that fun? That is really fun. Thanks, Steve. Um, you know, one more quick bit of news before we get to these 15 Korean phrases, because uh, obviously this is this is big local news here. You've seen the headlines possibly that came out yesterday mm-hmm. about the beloved Louis Anderson, who is currently undergoing cancer treatment uh, at a Las Vegas hospital. Yeah. And so just uh, I mean, he's prayers, uh, prayers yes. for him. We just want him to be well and fully recover from whatever uh, the, the battle is that he's going through right now with. Yeah cancer but a spokesperson came out and said that you know he's resting comfortably uh right now so i know everybody boy everybody loves louis anderson and so if you're thinking of uh him or you're having any time in prayer at any point today to remember uh our beloved minnesota's own saint paul's own louis anderson louis anderson just came up in a um in a college of pop culture knowledge quiz i feel like earlier this week we did anderson's that's right right, because he went to johnson high school in uh, st paul and louis was so fun he actually came in guest co-hosted with me for the whole show on twin cities live i didn't know that yeah it was uh oh one of the i think it was during a maternity uh elizabeth's maternity leave for her second child i think it was um but he came on the full time and it was just it was just 
so funny. Just being up close next to him, and we had an audience that was, was eating everything up. No, we had him at the fair a couple of years ago as well. We had Louis Anderson and Marjorie Johnson, the Blue Ribbon Baker, That's on right. on the same episode. It was just so great. But he was in studio for us when he guest co-hosted on Twin Cities Live, and he was on the original Twin Cities Live way back, like 30 years ago oh, when wow. it was a different style show and the thing. So anyway. Yeah, he's just um, a sweetheart. Sending love and prayers to, to Louis Anderson. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so Steve, if you missed it earlier in the show, uh, he would like to learn some Korean. Yes, okay. and I tried to learn it before, but just the characters would come up and I don't know what to do, but turns out a little deeper dive and they have it phonetically broken down. Which is exactly what you needed. Um, so I found this, I found this link, this website that has listed the 15 Korean phrases you need to know. Okay. Now pronouncing them is up to you. Bangapsumnida. Oh, and nice to meet you too. Thank you so much. Or should I say, instead of thank you, kamsahamnida. Ooh, you're doing good. Batmyo Gio Sio Yo. Batmyo Gio Sio Men's and men's. That's how are you? <laughs> um, here's another one. Jamshi Manyo. Why am I yelling them? I, I, I don't, don't need to know. be yelling them. I'm Probably sorry about that. Because me... you don't understand them, and that's what people tend to do. Jamshi Manyo is excuse me or just a moment. Steve, hmm. take a class. This could be exciting. Wouldn't it be cool? Yes. Choi Seong Hamnida. Mian Hamnida. Two ways of saying I'm sorry. That's good. Make sure you learn that one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> or we always have, uh, we always have, Dev, aren't we just closed off in our own culture here being, I believe the word is ethnocentric when you just think your culture's way is the premier way of doing anything. We teach Dev, our littlest, to say please. Why don't we just have him say Jusio? Juicy yo. Cute. Please. Uh, where is this? Here's how you say that in Korean. I'd be more impressed if you learned how to write in Korean. Wouldn't you like to be cruising with me, convertible? My universe comes on, BTS, or no, butter. Give me full butter. Okay. Full butter comes on. And you're like, oh, this is a cool song. And then I word for word sing it. Manhin Diosio. All right. Have a great meal, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Here's how you can say will I will. Do. It's coming up on lunchtime. How do we say I will eat well? Jalmiak Jisium Nida. Okay. I will eat well. Okay, you do that. We could be done with this. Jalmiak Siam Nida. Okay. I did. Why did I actually give you this information? <laughs> oh, DJ you know Rock Lobster. Despite oh, yeah. it all, I'm going to end the show by saying those three words that everybody longs to hear. Saranghe. <laughs> that's I love you. Oh, that's oh. sweet. Gassio oh, is going peace. Forget about uh, Gutentag. What you think? Okay. You can do it. What you think? Oh, yes. This does not sound good. This sounds great. I love this. All it's right. linked up, by the way, on the show links page. Thank you. Learn Korean. Learn another language. All right. There's more to life in America. Spanish. That is true. We should go on a trip.
How about baby steps? Why don't you just try ordering without stumbling at Taco Bell today? <laughs> okay, bye. Uh, I gotta go. I I gotta gotta check out my pork. Whatever. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 9. Bye.